this is Alana and I can't believe Eliza just said y'all. I say y'all sometimes. I have heard you say it maybe like once or twice. Okay, well, you clearly aren't listening. Um, but also, I'm trying not to say guys as often. Why? Because it's not as inclusive. That's fair. I guess I understand have you not, that. Have you not heard about this big thing going on? No. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, I think it's been happening for a while. But also in the most recent season of Survivor, you know how Jeff is always like, yeah. come on in, guys. He like asked them if they thought I should change it. And they were like, yes, you should omit guys. And then also at work, we're like not frowned upon, but like highly encouraged to not say guys. Interesting. I did mm-hmm. not know this was a thing. Do I live under a rock? Well, you're in the South, so. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I just, I kind of assumed that guys was like a all-inclusive like term, the way like dude is. Like I don't, uh, but also maybe that's just me being a white cisgender woman and not understanding, not like being yeah. able to fully comprehend like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, personally offended by guys or dude or bro, but I think some people are, so that is why I'm saying y'all more often. I like it. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) I mean, I love the term y'all. I love that you are using y'all. Remind you of your Southern college heritage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't you miss the South? So much. There's a new barbecue place that opened up. It's probably not as good as Udley's. I'm sure it's not as good as Oakley's, but I'm going to try it. I haven't tried any barbecue out here yet, so. I can guarantee you it's probably not going to be great. I'm aware of that, but I'm still going to try it. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm so uptight with barbecue now, the same way I'm so uptight with Mexican food. Like, my parents will be like, we want to go, there's a place that we like to get barbecue at in, like, Santa Cruz. And I'm like, I'm not going. Like, it's not going to be barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I've had barbecue, like, twice at home. And now anytime my dad is like, let's have barbecue. I'm like, "Mm, you know, Mexican food sounds better, actually. Yeah. Because the barbecue in Chicago is just not very good. Yeah, I can. I believe it. They they just do something down here. Yeah. I did have Kansas Kansas City barbecue for the first time. Was it good? Yeah. I still prefer Edley's, but it was very Mm -hmm. good. It's just like the barbecue sauce is different. Yeah. I went to Edley's last week and... I don't know why I said that so weirdly. I went to Edley's last weekend. And after I was like, after a night of drinking, mm-hmm. best hangover meal ever. Pork platter and the cornbread and extra coleslaw, extra pickles. You go, you always have to ask for extra pickles because hot girls eat pickles. And then I got mac and cheese and I was like a brand in a diet Coke. Mm-hmm. I swear if I'm dying, give me that meal on my deathbed. I'll probably, re- I'll, I'll revive myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I know I've told you this before and most people I tell find it really weird, but when I'm drunk and hangover and hungover, and hangover. My, biggest, <laughs> my biggest craving is eggs. Wait, I don't think you ever told me that before. That's no. so weird. Like I just want some like hash browns and runny eggs and hot sauce when I'm hungover. I hate runny eggs. I can't do runny eggs. I love runny eggs. I made hard boiled eggs this, bre- this morning for breakfast, which I just like, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, damn, I could really go for a hard boiled egg. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> oh my God, I can't so laugh weird. my ass hurts so bad. Okay, <laughs> um, the only time I will eat a hard-boiled egg is if I'm, like, at a hotel <laughs> continental breakfast and my options are, like, Wait. a stale pastry or hard-boiled egg. <laughs> don't make me feel so weird. I don't feel like that's weird. Um, I, I, I think it's weird. <laughs> oh, sometimes. Uh, no, I look. I'd, okay, but, like, not a cold, hard-boiled egg. But, like, <laughs> your face just looks so disgusting. <laughs> I like a soft-boiled egg on toast, like avocado toast. I just like yolk. I don't like yolk. It just, it, it reminds, like, the chicken's too alive for me, and it, it makes me sad. Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know the science behind <laughs> eggs, but, like, it I just... I thought, like, eggs that we eat are different than eggs with chicks in them. Well, yeah, because they're unfertilized eggs. We're literally eating like egg periods. Like, 
that's what it is oh my god my mind is blown (laughs) like if you think about it like the egg that you release when you are ovulating that's what the chicken does and we are eating it (laughs) so fucked up is that called knowledge I don't know that's just the way my vegan friends have described it to me and for some reason I'm not vegan because (laughs) like it grosses me out when I think about it that way but like it is like partially true because but I don't actually understand. We should ask Faith. I don't know how like chickens fertilize their eggs. Like, do the chicken does the chicken lay the egg and then the rooster comes and like pees on it in his like weird ma- masculine way and like that's how they fertilize the egg or does it? Does pees the- on it? I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how human works? Like the girl just laid there and the guy just like took a piss. That's literally that's basically how procreation is. It's just a different a, a little lever switches and it's not pee. It's <laughs> that's literally how sex works. What are you talking? About? It just sounded so much grosser when I said it. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so clearly Eliza needs to take a health class. Um, ASAP. I didn't I didn't grow up in California where they have good sex ed. I don't think all of California has sex ed. I think I just had a good experience, thankfully. Um no, but anyway, I don't know how chickens fertilize their eggs. I don't know if it's like a external thing or if the rooster like gets a little frisky and like does a little thing to the chicken and then that's how they fertilize. I don't know how it works, but essentially I don't like the runny yolk because it freaks me out. So I know. I just like the texture of scrambled eggs. If I think about it, I like start to gag while I'm eating it. Like I yeah, enjoy I can... scrambled eggs when I'm not thinking about what I'm eating. Yeah. I understand like... that. Sometimes scrambled eggs will really get me. I but I like I like fried eggs, but I it has to be like hard. I can't mm-hmm. do soft, like runny eggs. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Enough about eggs. Do you have um, anything more to say about food? Yes. Okay. Um, if you guys haven't, if you aren't interested in making the food we talk about, um, you should be because the meal Eliza mentioned a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, I don't know when it was, with um, the tofu and the avocado and edamame and like the spicy cashew dressing from Trader Joe's, I made it and it was a chef's kiss situation. It was really good. I, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then I also, I made, um, I had a really great day on Sunday. Actually, I had a really great weekend. I've been alone for most of this weekend and like the last couple of days, which has been really great. I forgot how much I love alone time because like we moved, I was living in a two bedroom. So me Mm -hmm. and Hannah, like I got alone time pretty frequently, but now that Courtney lives with us in our our three bedroom apartment, Courtney and I are on pretty similar schedules. So we're like usually around each other, which is fine because Courtney and I are very much like, I'm going in my room, peace out, goodbye. And like, we're fine. But mm-hmm. it, it's been so nice to have the whole apartment to myself. But anyway, I went to the grocery store on Saturday and I went with a list and I listened to a podcast. I listened to Kaylee Dickerson's podcast, which is honestly so pure, so tender. I highly suggest it if you want to go look, listen to it. Um, you probably, you don't know who Kaylee Dickerson is, do you? No. She, Russell Dickerson, he's the song, uh, the artist who sings like, yours and blue tacoma california white magnolia in your hair he's a country artist well they went to belmont okay anyway okay um they she started a podcast and his wife is just like a sweetheart and um so i was listening to that podcast i was walking through the aisles with trader joe's and i just took my time i think i was in there for like an hour and i just like looked at everything and I was so calm and it was so relaxing and I just I love going to the grocery store on my own terms when I want to go to the grocery store when I'm like stressed Mm -hmm. and have to go to the grocery store I hate going but sometimes if I'm in the right mood it's just the best thing ever so anyway I went got all the stuff I needed to make chili because on Sunday I decided I wanted to make chili because it's finally cold here in Nashville for worse Um, or for better define cold it was 46 degrees when I got up at 5 a.m. this morning. Okay. It's so chilly. Yeah. I hate it. I, I want to die. I hate the cold so much. So desperately much. Anyway, um, it's acceptable chilly weather. 
now. Mm -hmm. So I made Mm -hmm. some chili, which was really great. And and then I made some muffins that my family always makes around this time of year. And it was just a really great day. And I just listened to like, listened to this playlist entitled, um, I'll have what she's having. And it's all about like, it's just like cozy fall vibes. And it was a good, it was a great time. I had a great, I had a great time. So anyway, I made chili, been eating that for the last like three days. And that's all I have food wise. Okay. I have one thing food wise. I, I mean, you know, Trader Joe's has all their fall items out now. Yes. Okay. I had this last season, but I got it again this season. They're pumpkin, spicy pumpkin curry. Have you tried it? Okay. It's delicious. Alana's shaking her head because she's eating right now. Um, <laughs> muted. Anywho, um, so it's just like a jar of sauce. If you like curry, it's delicious. It's like a little heat, but not too much. I was but just about I to ask, sauteed, is it spicy? It's, I mean, I think it's pretty mild, um, but I like spicy food. So, mm-hmm. um, But I sauteed some onion, garlic, bell pepper, and zucchini, added the sauce, added tofu, and then served it over rice. Yeah. And it was delicious. And I've had leftovers, and it's been very tasty because it's also real chilly here. It's a fine and chili. When I wake up, it's like 30, and then by like oh, 3 no. p.m., it's like 55. Oh, no. Oh, I, no. I've had to put on a coat to walk to class in the morning. Could, could not be me. Could not be me. Um, I don't love pumpkin flavored things and I feel like that's such like a like I feel like I'm missing an integral part of my like white girl identity by not liking pumpkin flavored mm-hmm. things but like I don't I, I like pumpkin pancakes the, the gluten-free pumpkin pancakes from Trader Joe's are great mm-hmm. um but they're like mildly pumpkin I don't yeah. mind pumpkin like chocolate chip muffin situations I'm not a big pumpkin pie person and honestly, anything else that has pumpkin in it, I'm probably not going to buy. And except a pumpkin spice latte. I'm, I'm a slut for a pumpkin spice latte. Sometimes I, it just do be hidden, right? I probably haven't had one in like five years. I don't love pumpkin drinks and I don't like pumpkin pie, but I do like pumpkin baked goods as long as they have chocolate chips in them. And you obviously like pumpkin curry. I do. I think I like more like savory pumpkin things than sweet mm-hmm. pumpkin things. That's fair. I guess because it's like kind of like a squash. Like you can treat it mm-hmm. the same way as like a squash stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not a big squash. I'm not a big fall veg. I'm just, I don't like fall. I don't, I said it. I don't mind fall. I like transitional seasons a lot. I really like fall and spring. I like the idea of them. I just don't like like the, I don't like to be cold and I don't like the color orange or yellow. I don't like them. They don't look good on me. Um, I, I like warm food. I like soups and chilies. But like, I'm just never like, I really want to carve a pumpkin. I really want to be scared. I hate Halloween. We both hate Halloween. Yeah, I hate Halloween. I'm going to a Halloween party this year. Okay, let me. Eliza. <laughs> I got myself into this situation because oh, I was trying, trying to push myself out of my comfort zone. So here, this not only is it a Halloween party, which I hate Halloween. I think I'm going to be the only single person there. Everyone who has RSVP'd so far has said me and my significant other will be there. Why did That's I do that? That's terrible. That's terrible. It's going to be fine. I'll bring some What alcohol. are you going to dress up as? I literally have no idea. It's next Friday. I have no idea. When was the last time you dressed up for a Halloween anything? Because we never did anything in college, really, did we? We attempted. Last year, we went to um, that one party where Caitlin and I dressed up as like a I dressed up as Australia and she dressed up as America. Oh yeah. No, that wasn't oh. that was at um <laughs> that was senior year. <laughs> the, um oh, that wasn't yeah. last year, that was like two years ago. You're right. Yeah, we've been out of college for over a year now. Yeah. Okay, so um oh, so Phineas. Yes. I'm obsessed. Um yeah, I saw you listening to it a lot today. That's all I listened to since it came out. You talk first. Okay. Because I have to pull it so, up. So my first listen favorite, mm-hmm. Hurt Locker. Okay. For sure, Hurt Locker. Um, however, the kids are all dying. The lyrics in that. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Phineas tweeted the other day, like, I can't wait to sing The Kids Are All Dying out loud with you all. 
I was like, I can't wait for that either. I know. And oh, Alana is going to yes. be here yes. in Colorado in like uh, two weeks from two Friday. Weeks. Yeah. I'm literally, I just like bought a plane ticket and I was like, I'm coming. Well, Don't tell I, my boss. First, I, <laughs> I literally, Denise was like, concert. And I was like, buying two tickets. Hopefully someone will come with me. And then I texted Alana and I was like, no pressure, but like, if you want to come, I'll be here. And so will Phineas. So we're going to go. I'm on my way. So excited. Um, yeah. Can't wait. Anyways, um, the lyrics to the kids are all dying are so powerful. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, only a lifetime has grown on me so much the past couple of days. Very emo song. Mm-hmm. Real good. Um, around my neck. The first time I heard that, I was like, I'm uncomfortable. This is inappropriate. Yeah. And I was very uncomfortable during that song. And I especially... haven't listened to it again. Okay, it's like I was singing it in the car. So like it's grown on me. But I think what makes me most uncomfortable is that like I'm sure it's about his girlfriend. And I think I've told you this before, but like in middle school, I grew up watching his girlfriend on YouTube. Like she was oh, one I of my like yeah, she was one of my favorite YouTubers in like middle school, high school, and I still watch some of her videos now. And she's like around our age, and so then I was thinking of her like in middle school and me in middle school when he was singing <laughs> the song, and I was like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> that's funny. Um, how it ends, uh-huh. love that one. Yeah, I really liked that one. Happy now, banger. Okay, you just I've really just going through all pretty of much them. Every song, he's like my favorite artist. Okay, I like them all. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I really liked um the kids are all dying and I'm trying to remember what other ones I put on the playlist that I then took off because uh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker was on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that one was where did it go? Um, that was one of the ones I really liked a lot. And then I think um I just really liked a concert six months from now too. And I think that was really prior to the album yeah that one and the 90s were the two singles okay yeah I really liked a concert six months from now I thought it was really well written and puts that feeling into words very well Mm -hmm. um but I I mean he's like I don't I think I looked at him he doesn't have a co-writer on like any of them like he wrote and produced the whole album by himself which is awesome yeah well he also like co-writes and then produces all of Billy's all of Billy's stuff yeah I knew that but like I you know, it's, it's just very rare that an artist is not co-writing anymore. Like, you mm-hmm. rarely get artists who are co- who are writing and producing all... Well, I guess it's, like, more popular. That's a lie. Okay. Let me backtrack. It is more popular than it ever has been for artists to write and co-write... To write and produce their albums by themselves. However, it is not common for that to be good. And this is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. But I'm also not as big of a Phineas fan as you are. I thought it was really great. But like, am I going to go back and listen to it like every single day? No. But that's just like, it's not like my preferred genre of music. Yeah. But I really liked it. I thought it was a great album. Yeah. Do you know he's our age or like a year older? Yeah. Because Billy is like two years younger than us, right? Two or three. I think she's 19. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so so like it's like four years. Three or four, four years. <laughs> yeah. <That's it. laughs> Damn, we're old. Um. Yeah, I knew he was. I knew they were around our age. I also just like really freaks me out that there's like people who are our age who are like famous. Like every time I think of Timothy Chalamet, I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, do you think Timothy Chalamet is hot? No, he literally. I could pick him up with two fingers. <laughs> My type, Eliza. I know um, it's your type. Like I just like am picturing like imagine giving him a hug and your arms could like reach around to yourself and give yourself a hug at the same time. That's like my dream. <laughs> I like them to be a little scrawny. Scrawny until they take off their shirt and they're strong. And I'm like, yes, king. But like he's definitely like scrawny to the bone. I could kick him. Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, but tell me this doesn't, this TikTok doesn't make you feel some type of way. If a man looked at me like that, <laughs> I love panties would drop immediately. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think, like, yeah, whenever he's in a movie, I have a crush on his character. Like, he's a really good actor, and he's, like, a good-looking dude, but, like, he's too tiny for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He also gave NYU chlamydia, so. Good for him. <laughs> love that. <laughs> um 
why did I start talking about that? Oh, because people our age who are famous, it just really freaks me out sometimes because like I'm struggling to get by at the moment. Like how, how, how do you, how do you do that? Please teach me your ways. Yeah, I um, don't know. Okay. The other album that came out on Friday was Ryan Hurd's debut album, Pelago. Um, did you listen to it? I wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, okay. Then I, I will thought go about off on it, own but... little tangent. I just got tickets to see him in February with like everyone, which will be kind of fun. Really fun. I don't know why I said kind of fun. Um, but Did you say everyone and not include me in that? Yeah, I meant like everyone who still lives in Nashville. So okay, minus you and say Fitz. that. Okay, then say that. Okay, well, I just assumed that was implied because you don't live in Nashville. Okay, I just should be more inclusive, Alana. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Next <laughs> time I will be more inclusive and more sensitive to your feelings. Thank you. Um, anyway, Ryan Hurd is one of, so here's my thing. When it comes, I, I love country music. I love country music. I grew up on country music. Country music is failing as a genre, in my opinion. I do not listen to male country music because I cannot relate to bitches and booze and trucks and loving America. Like, I just cannot relate to any of those things. Maybe the booze. I can relate to the booze. Um, also, if you get me, like, a good, like, heartfelt truck song, I'll get a little email. I won't lie. But <laughs> I just, in, in general, I can't relate to a lot of songs that male country artists are putting out. And honestly, a lot of male country artists are shit human beings. And it really pisses me off because it does the genre a huge disservice. And so I have primarily only been listening to female country artists since probably like my sophomore year of college. So like the last like four-ish years. And, but Ryan Hurd has always been someone on my radar. He went to Belmont. I think he's a phenomenal songwriter. He is a phenomenal songwriter. That's just a fact because he's been writing songs for literally everyone in country music um, for years now. And he's married to Marion Morris. But the thing that I love about Ryan Hurd is that he's married to Marion Morris, arguably one of the most successful country females right now. And he's like not bitter about it. He's like, go off queen. I'm going to have my own separate career. It's not going to be as big as yours. You're going to keep doing your shit and be like the breadwinner, like queen. I'm just going to sit here and vibe. And I just have mad respect for that. Like mad respect. He's a great writer. He's a great writer, but like, and he's a great artist, but like, he's not going to be as big as Marin Morris. He's not going to sell out the arenas that she is selling out. And I just think that's really cool. So anyway, he wrote a whole album he has a song called Love in a Bar. If you've never listened to it, I highly suggest it. It like makes me very emo. Um, it's one of my like favorite songs written ever. And so his whole album came out. And my faves, my first listen faves were um, Palm Trees in Ohio and What Are You Drinking? And then some of the songs that had already been released of those I really loved. Um, I mean, Platonic was on his Platonic EP, but that song just like is so good and so relatable. Um, so yeah, that's my spiel on Ryan Hurd. I highly suggest listening to the album. And then the other, um, I'm pulling up New Music Friday because there was like good singles released. Adele came out with a single. Adele, yeah. Adele is making Her a comeback. Her album comes out. November 19th, a week after Taylor Swift read, read Taylor's version. After yeah. I'm just stumbling on my words. A week after that comes out. So November really do be knife to the heart I will be dead don't talk to me um, um side note so Taylor's album was supposed to come out November 19th yeah right? okay so that's Caroline's birthday and so she was pissed because she was like Taylor's really trying to take my day from me are you kidding <laughs> um and then when Taylor was like you know what I'm moving and my day Caroline was like thank you thank you I'm now getting the respect I deserve and then Adele was like, actually, I'm going to take over November 19th. And Caroline was like, okay, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Caroline, I'm She's sorry, like, I guess birthday. I can share my day with Adele. But you couldn't share it with Taylor Swift? I'm not going to speak for Caroline. I'm just telling you what she told me. Okay, Caroline, we'll talk about this later. Um, okay, another album that came out on Friday was Coldplay's album, which I have not made all the way through. However, I really liked the song I did with Selena Gomez. Um, that's oh. all the music that came out that I have things to say. But oh wait, did you like Adele's single? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. I love how like all of her music is like the same but mm-hmm. different, but it's still all slaps. Yeah, I agree. I was a little disappointed, not in like the song. I think the song is incredible, but like I think that was the reason why I was a little disappointed is it was kind of the same, and I was like. And I know the rest of the album will be different because that's how it typically is. But mm-hmm. I was kind of just like, damn, I wanted it to hurt a little bit more than that. But this one hurt really hard. But I, I maybe I just, I needed to be like slapped in the face. And I was like, oh, that like felt like a nice pinch, but like hurt me. Hurt me a little bit harder, Adele. Anyway. We'll see. Um, I bet she will. I bet she will. Well, I've been going through it, Eliza. Tell me more. So Eliza and I graduated college in May of 2020, which was just such a fun year for everyone. I know we are probably all sick of talking about it, but the reality of the situation is we're still dealing with a lot of the like trauma that we endured from that. Um, And I don't know if I would be feeling different if I graduated into a like quote unquote normal like world. But mm-hmm. graduating in 2020 was hard because I I was lucky enough to get a job like three months after like I got my offer probably like a month after month and a half after graduation like it was very quick mm-hmm. and I'm so incredibly thankful for that. But I started work in August, so yeah, like I had the summer and then I started working and I had a month, I had like two months in the office and then we all went home because of COVID. And I've been, so I've been working from home for a year now and I'm just so burnt out from it. And I can't tell if I'm burnt out from my job, if I'm burnt out from my lifestyle, if I'm burnt out from working from home. Like, I think all of them have major roles in the burnout, but I like my job a lot. It's just not like, I don't know. It's just so hard to sit here and be like, excited to go sit at my kitchen table and work for eight hours every single day and just know that that's like the rest of my life and like granted I won't be at my kitchen table for the rest of my life I'm going back to the office in January but like college hyped up the workforce so much but like man I really wish I could go back to college like if you're in college right now milk that shit milk it real good I miss it (laughs) and I don't miss like school I don't miss school I'm I love the schedule I have now but I miss like the social aspect of college and I miss being around people all the time. I hate small talk. Um, it's like one of the main things about me is that I hate talking about like the weather. I hate catching up and being like, Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Like it just, just cut the bullshit. Get me the like deep stuff. Like I, in order to feel cared about and loved, like I have to have like deep, meaningful conversations and connections. And I feel like I just spend so much time having these like one-off little like small talk connections and conversations with people because I'm like catching up with them because I don't see them anymore because we're not in college or I just don't see anyone at all and all my friends are doing their own thing and living their lives and thriving and I'm proud of you guys and I would wish nothing but that for you but I'm like damn don't you guys want to go back just like a little bit just just a little bit anyway I mean I definitely like the past month past few weeks I've really been missing all of you all because it's like gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I have friends here, but I still like, I take a long time to open up. So like we chat, we hang out, we have fun, but I don't feel comfortable sharing like deep things. And I'm like, I wish, like, I love it out here, but I would love it so much more if there was someone I was really close with out here. And I've just been like, ah, sad. But my family's coming out for Thanksgiving. So oh, they home, are? We fun. didn't know that. Is everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Yeah, we're renting an Airbnb. And yeah, because I couldn't come home because of like work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're like, oh, we'll come see you. That's going to be so I'm excited. Fun. That'll yeah. be so fun. Oh my gosh, wait, I'm so jealous. Can I come? Actually, no, I'm going home. I'm going to Tahoe for Thanksgiving with my family. So I'm really excited about that. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I think I decided I was going to go to grad school like my sophomore year or junior, end of sophomore, beginning of junior year of college, like for sure. And yeah, it was before you grad. went to Australia, right? Mm-hmm. You just didn't yeah, know what knew, you were going to go to school for. Exactly. 
but I think part of it is because like with the degree in exercise science like almost everyone gets another degree of some sort because it's so broad like a lot of people go into like physical therapy um that's like the main one but um or like athletic training nutrition stuff like that most people that don't get a master's end up in like personal training group fitness things that don't necessarily require a degree but you're more qualified with a degree um so I knew I wanted to go to grad school and I'm just so thankful because I am not ready to be in the workforce like last year I was working not in school because I took a year off but it was COVID so it was very different but it was so just like depressing and like part of it is definitely because of COVID and part of it is because I was nannying and I don't love children um but but just the repetitiveness of doing the same thing every day, that's so boring. And I'm sure that was amplified by COVID because I couldn't really do much socially. But like, I just love being in school. I love learning, but I love how like my schedule is different every single day of the week. And like, I am working, which I'm also loving work right now, not only because I like my job and I like the people, but it gives me time to feel productive that's away from school because a lot of times if I'm not doing schoolwork I'm like I'm being unproductive I have so much to do but if I'm at work I'm like away from school don't have to stress about it but I still feel productive which yeah. is a really nice balance with school yeah that's very true I do feel like this is the time in the semester though where for me and also like a lot of people where we start to reach that like burnout phase because it's like we just had midterms it's now getting cold out it's the sun is setting earlier so like we're getting seasonal affective disorder um but also just like I feel like at this point there's like an assignment or project or something every mm-hmm. single week and it's just like what's next what's next and you just keep like finishing one thing starting another until the semester's over yeah yeah I don't miss that I loved learning I don't miss being stressed all the time like I am very yeah. good at at like in between 5 30 and 6 when I am done with work I turn my computer off like I am away from work like my email is on do not disturb like I will not respond to anything until the next morning but I don't know I think I miss the social aspects of college more I don't miss I like like the mundane like I I don't mind like having the same routine and doing the same thing every day like honestly it makes me feel a lot better to have like a solid routine um I think I'm a little frustrated with my routine just because working from home means I the only outing of my day like the only for sure outing of my day is going to the gym and that means I'm working out every single day because I need like a reason to leave my house because otherwise I won't and so not having any rest days isn't great (laughs) but that's a lie Thursdays are my rest day and I sleep in it's my only day where I get to sleep in later than seven isn't that so sad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to adult life. But I also like work on the weekends. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. but I like doing the same thing every day. However, I don't like staring at spreadsheets every day. And that's like part of the reason why I got in the music, like wanted to go into the music industry was because I was under the impression that my job would be like fun and I'd be like meeting people and it wouldn't, I'd be like going on like to like meetings and like doing more creative stuff than what I'm doing right now and like not to say that that doesn't happen in the industry like because there are jobs that do that but like my specific job and my role right now doesn't do that and like I'm very thankful we live in a day and age where it's very common to bounce around from jobs and it's not like you're married to the first job that you get and you have to stay there until you retire like I've been at my job for over a year at this point like I've put in enough time here that like if something came up that I wanted to try and pursue I can do that Mm -hmm. Um, and I have the support of my like company to do that and like my boss to do that but it's also so scary to take that leap because like I have job security right now and like one of the main motivators for me to do anything is health insurance and like this is the other thing that just like pisses me off all the time is like I would love to be able to just like take a year off and go abroad but like no I will never be able to save the amount of money I need to do that because I have thousands of dollars in medical bills that I'm currently trying to pay off and I will continue to have thousands of dollars in medical bills that I try to pay off because I have to go to the doctor uh, like every three months like and then I have Mm -hmm. to like get a bunch of testing done once a year and I have to like 
pay for the most expensive disease you can possibly have it feels like sometimes that's not true but like diabetes is a very 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 expensive disease the fact that your body makes insulin for free and I have to pay $700 a month for mine is atrocious we need to yeah. abolish our healthcare system and provide the Americans with universal health care but that's a topic for another time anyway I like can't do a lot of the things that I want to do and it's really frustrating to this is like one of the main reasons why I delete Instagram often and I like don't keep it on my phone unless I'm like about to post something or like someone wants me to go like something or I have to do something on it for work like I hate seeing the highlight reel of people's lives because I see other people picking up their bags and just like going camping and like living their life and like camping for me involves like a week of preparation because I have to figure out how many insulin pumps I need to bring how much insulin I need to bring how much food I need to bring for low just just in case my blood sugar is low how much water I have to bring I have to make sure there's a bathroom that I can pee in because I'm probably going to pee 18,000 times in the middle of the night and like it's just like that's me being a little dramatic obviously like I went camping a couple weekends ago and it's literally fine and I planned on going like 24 hours before but like all right um after some weird technical difficulties and internet connection we're back so we're not really sure where that part ended um so we're just gonna keep talking (laughs) yeah um anyway yeah burnout is real and I feel like post-grad I just had like a lot more expectations I like expected to travel more I feel like I've done a good bit of like traveling given the circumstances of like COVID and stuff, but I really expected to like have the, uh, the funds to like go places and do things every weekend. I don't No, I I literally use points to get to Eliza in like two weeks. Like, uh, I have, I have no money. I'm really hoping we eat in often while I'm with you. (laughs) I was going to tell you that. We could do whatever, but like, I don't know I feel like post-grad like everyone is just wrapped up in their own stuff and like for mostly good like people are doing their own thing and thriving and it's awesome but it's also really frustrating and I like not that I'm like need to be the center of attention of everybody's lives but I'm just like I'm also like realizing who actually gives a shit about me like who's Mm -hmm. actually putting effort into a relationship with me and that's like really difficult to cut people out of your lives that your your life that isn't like putting in the same amount of energy that you're putting into them. That one really sucks. Mm. I don't find that difficult. Well, I do. I love so hard though. Like if I like yeah. you in, in as a friend, as more like it is so difficult for me to cut ties with you because I will give you everything until I am like literally bled dry. Mm-hmm. And that's like a flaw, but it's also a huge like the people who do love me are and like I love are obviously reciprocate that and like yeah that's a huge gift that you get in being in like a relationship with me so like soak it up Eliza why are you saying it like there's a limit (laughs) just don't want you to take me for granted never good the other weird thing about this time is that like we're all the same age but we're all in such different places in life like, I'm in grad school, a single Pringle, living life. Did you just refer to yourself lady. as a single Pringle? I did. I did. It's um, disturbing. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I, think of, I can think of some more disturbing things than the phrase single Pringle. Anywho, um, <laughs> you're working multiple jobs being a busy gal and then I swear I see another engagement every week yeah it's really weird when you have friends who are starting to like get into relationships and like really start to build foundations and futures with people and I'm like bro I can't even like commit to liking like the way my walls look right now like I have this one wall in my room that I can't figure out if I like or not if I want to like rearrange the pictures like how can you that's like, how I feel about every guy I develop feelings for I'm like do I like, like it or not I don't feel that way about commitment like commitment doesn't scare me it's just like it's trust that scares me like I have deeply rooted trust issues that's just like a whole thing with me but like how I just don't feel stable enough in my career in 
my like financial aspect of life in like so in so many aspects of my life socially I don't really feel that secure right now like how do you feel secure in a relationship I just don't get it like I don't maybe that's just because I've never like had that experience of being super secure in someone but like it's so weird seeing people get pregnant and get engaged and like post about it and I'm just like it's so exhausting to see and not like that I'm jealous like part of me 100% is jealous like I'm the first to admit that like it sucks when you have friends who have boyfriends and like I want that for myself but at the same time I'm like how I don't even like I I get annoyed with people way too easily (laughs) that's like my big issue is like whenever I like someone and then something happens I'm like "Mm, I don't like you anymore yeah I don't understand how people like people for so long me either I also just struggle to start liking people in the first place because I just get annoyed by little things so easily yeah but anyway it's just like difficult to see people at different stages in their life right now while we're like 23 and like post-grad and you just feel like you're missing out in a sense at least I do and not even that I'm missing out it's just like well a part of me feels like I'm missing out on things but also I feel like okay I like graduated high school I moved across the country I went to a college I got my degree I started my job I'm like starting my career and like the next like logical big like thing for me to do is get married and like that terrifies me like I have no desire to get married right now I want to get married very badly at some point in time. However, it's not going to happen in the next year and a half. Like, I got way too much shit I got to deal with first. And like, yeah, it's just so weird that people are in that stage where like they graduated high school, they moved away, they got a new job, they graduated college, they got a job like they and now they're like getting engaged and you're just like, what the, what did I miss? That's how I, I don't feel think about you it. missed anything. Like the world is so different since our parents got married and our grandparents got married it's like yeah I don't know I don't I don't feel pressure to do anything at a certain time I don't feel the pressure to do it I at a certain time it's just hard for me when everyone it feels like there are other everyone else around me is doing it and I'm not that's what makes that's what puts the pressure on me I don't have anyone that I'm super close with that's married or engaged right now I have one friend I'm, well, I have a couple friends who I'm really close with who are engaged. Like, I know people, like, people are friends at one point and, like, acquaintances and stuff, but there's no one that's, like, I'm super close with that is married or engaged. And, like, maybe once that happens, I'll feel differently, but at this point, I'm, like, I'm 23, I'm in school, that's it. Yeah, I think it's not even necessarily for me like people who are actually engaged or married it's also like just people in like committed long-term relationships I guess yeah because all my friends at school are I think I said this but they're all older than me by a few years and they're all in relationships that are like three to five years yeah and so whenever I'm around them I'm like this is weird being like, this is the only time I've been, like, the only single friend. Like, normally, most of my friends are single. Yeah. So this is just, like, a new experience of, like, they have other people to hang out with other than me. Yeah. You know? And they're, like, living and it's with like, their significant others. And, like, it's so weird. <laughs> so weird. Like, I want that for us, like, so much. So badly. But, like, I just recognize that it's not right now. And, like, that we have so much other things to be focusing on and like I get that there are some people in my life who are like meant to be in a relationship right now and with their significant others and I'm super happy for them but like it's just weird to be in a season of life where some of your friends are like in multi-year like committed relationships some of your friends are still in grad school some of your friends are still in undergrad some of your friends are 30 some of you and and single some of your friends are 30 and married some of your friends are like getting broken up with by long-term partners and like everyone is like we're all in the same like age we're all the same age but we're all in such different stages and like that's what drives me crazy is the fact that you have to like catch up and do the small talk about that sort of stage like you can't just get down to the nitty-gritty because 
in college, it was so easy to like, we were living together all the time. Like I knew knew everything about you guys because we were literally on top of each other. And now I just feel like I don't know anything about anyone because I have to spend the first 30 minutes of a conversation listening to like just the basics of their updated life and vice versa. And then maybe if we have time and aren't fucking exhausted afterwards, we can talk about like how we're actually feeling about things. Mm -hmm. And like, the truth of the matter is it's 9 17 p.m right now and I'm ready to go to bed like if I'm not in bed by 10 p.m I will not be a functioning adult tomorrow morning yeah and I think like that's why college is so nice like the word community is thrown out so often when it comes mm-hmm. to college but, like it's true like even if you're like different in different places like within relationships or jobs you're still like living in the same spot and doing the same things on a daily basis. Yeah. So you just feel more connected with people even when, and when you're doing different things. Yeah. It's like so hard. I mean, I know there are seasons in college where I definitely did feel very lonely or like I know there are people who maybe didn't have the same college experiences that we did where we were really blessed with such a great community. But like it was really hard to feel lonely in college. And it is very, very easy to feel lonely post-grad. And mm-hmm. that's because not that like there aren't people around you. It's just that those people who are around you and are at such different places mentally in their careers, phys- like physically, I mean, like you and I, like you're literally in Colorado and I am in Nashville. And like, it's so hard to create intentional space to foster that community when it was so easy in college. Like everything was just kind of handed mm-hmm. to us. And I like- yeah. I'm sure that's the same for like a lot of colleges, but like Belmont, our like sweet little Christian college was like very, very like community focused and centered. And like, I was part of so many different organizations and like faith-based groups that like constantly made everything just seem easier because I was Mm -hmm. like, even like working at like, we both worked at like our college gym, like that provided us community. Like it provided us with the opportunity to see people that weren't our like three roommates every single day yeah and like you just have to be so much more intentional for it with it as an adult and like I said like I literally won't if I don't go to the gym in the morning I won't leave my house because I work from home and that's where like I think a majority of my burnout comes from yeah well I think it's important just to like be aware of what causes it and then like Mm -hmm. what things you can do to help with it like for you that's going to the gym yeah like I don't know like when I when it comes to school and burnout like I have to just like take a step away and even though I'm like stressed and I'm like if I take a step away that means I'm not doing in school work and I'm gonna have more to do later like taking that step away and like letting my mind go elsewhere like helps me then come back and be more productive afterwards and so like yeah like I mentioned earlier like having a job or like being a part of a club or organization can really help with that or like getting enough sleep at night can really help with that you know the John Mulaney um in one of his I don't remember which one it is but he talks about it in one of his stand-up on Netflix where he goes like is college is a big game of like am I tired or do my friends not like me (laughs) mostly (laughs) it was I'm just tired yeah yeah. And that's very accurate. Sleep is so important. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I have really dove, dived, dove. Didn't um, I think we had this problem on the last episode too? What is the. I dived. I dove. Oh, I don't know. Just Okay. Whatever. I dove. I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with dove into okay. journaling. And that has really helped. And it's just good to like put into paper like onto paper like how you're feeling about things and that has really helped Mm -hmm. me like when I'm anxious to just like step away from the situation and figure out what where the root of that anxiety is coming from yeah and like honestly I didn't read a whole lot in college because we were like I was reading for classes and like doing homework and stuff I didn't have time to read for pleasure but escaping into the like reality or like like reality in like a tv show or in a book is so therapeutic and Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, I'm like a huge like escapism, like yes. Also, going um, enthusiast. Yes, yes. I just really I, encourage it. <laughs> also, going on walks. Yeah, 
now the season's getting colder, it's like, uh, but like, I love going on walks and listening to music or a podcast or even just like listening to like mm-hmm. sounds of nature and just like, uh, I feel like walks are very therapeutic. Yeah. Walks are so therapeutic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, speaking of walks, I saw this tweet and I was from a TikTok, so I'm sure you've already seen it. But <laughs> let me read it word for word just because it says, thinking about how men invented golf because they're too scared to ask <laughs> each other to go on walks. Yes, I saw that the other day and laughed. Like, that's literally so true. It really is. Walks are great, though. Walks are great. Or, Honestly, or golf, any, whatever, 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 you whatever do. works for you personally I love a good I love a good lifting session the gym that's where I get all my anger out Mm, today okay so I've been in this funk the past like week or two and I think it just it just happens every year when it gets cold it's like I don't want to work out I don't want to walk all the way to the gym I'm cold I don't want to like take my sweatshirt off you know yeah putting your sweatshirt on after your workout and then your coat one of the worst things ever oh I totally agree Um, (laughs) But, and so I've just been feeling kind of like bleh in my body because I haven't been moving as much. And today I was like, okay, Eliza, you know what? We're going to gain some confidence back. So I put on these super high rise leggings that make my legs look a mile long. And I put on an aligned tank that makes my boobs look good. And I went to the gym and I stood directly in front of the mirror, like looking at myself and I did shoulders because I just feel strong when I do upper body and now I feel so much better I love that for you literally one of the best feelings ever is showing up to the gym in a hot ass like little fit and Mm -hmm. hitting your workout and you're and then and then and then when you go to the bathroom especially after like a leg day and you see your butt and you're just like yeah I did that that always gets me (laughs) I I love seeing her Um, I haven't told you this, I don't think. I have started doing core power yoga. Oh, really? Weird. Mm-hmm. Really weird for you. I know, I know. Okay, so I am feeling a lot of things. <laughs> so yoga Eliza is, is notoriously known for shitting on how much she doesn't like yoga. <laughs> okay, it's not that I like don't like I like the idea of yoga a lot. Yeah. I just don't like being bad at things and I'm bad at yoga because I don't do it. Okay. So it's always been a goal of mine to do yoga more so that I can become good at it so that I like it because I know that if I was good at it, I'd like it. Okay. Yeah. And like, it's getting colder and I'm less motivated to work out. So it's like, I need to join something that's going to motivate me. And for purpose, also hot yoga. So it's like nice and toasty warm in the winter. Um, I've gone like three times and I haven't hated it. I haven't loved it. The first like 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, okay. And then the next 50 minutes, I'm like, can this be over, please? And then it's over. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I did that. I'm sweaty. (laughs) I feel good. I'm just, I'm proud of you. I really need to be more flexible. I need to stretch more. I'm so bad at it. But me too. But yoga scares me because like, what if I fart? <laughs> I literally don't know. And what if I don't fart class. from my butt? What if I don't fart from my butt? <laughs> really? I would like to know. Please email us, DM us. Have you ever taken a yoga class and not farted during it? Yeah. Do people have the ability to do that? To not need- fart while in like a downward <laughs> dog? Like I would I need to know. <laughs> no. What gets me is the three-legged dog. You're in a down dog, and they're like, lift up your right leg, and then you just like, <laughs> like the air builds up, and then when they're like, bring your nose to your knee, and then you like, the air just is really. <laughs> Please tell me you know what I'm talking about. I do. I know. I know the exact feeling like I know the oh shit moment when you know <laughs> you're like god please be quiet literally it's like every prayer you have ever prayed I'm like lord I will never ask you of anything ever again but please just I beg of you to make this part quiet 
Oh. The other thing that really gets me is happy baby pose. I, <laughs> I'm sorry to use this word here because this word really grosses me out. But like, it's just it's the terminology for it. Like, I cannot do happy baby pose without queefing <laughs> every single time. I don't have that. Issue. I love happy baby. However, every time I do happy baby, I remember that one time I took. <laughs> I took a yoga class with Faith. <laughs> I already know this is going to be gold. <laughs> it's not even that funny. I just like, Faith is, um, I don't know how to describe Faith. You just have to meet her. But Faith just is just the most glorious woman on this earth. But just like imagine taking a peaceful yoga class and then you go into happy baby and you look over to your left and you just see face in the happy baby (laughs) it's just such a weird looking pose that like if you are if you take a yoga class with your friend and you look at them seeing them do happy baby like you you have to laugh yeah yeah (sighs) anyways I'm proud of myself for going and doing I'm going to try to do it like three times a week we'll see oh you know what we didn't do we didn't talk about what we're proud of this is what I'm proud of myself for this week we decided that in every podcast we're going to ask each other what we're proud of each other like ourselves for this week so Eliza's proud of going to yoga yeah right yeah we just thought we could provide some wholesome content in our chaotic episodes (laughs) where we talk about how chicken eggs are really just (laughs) chicken period (laughs) Okay, well, I am proud of myself um, for I had therapy today and it was honestly just really rough, but I'm really proud of myself for going and, you know, like hearing some really hard truths from my therapist and for continuing to go even when it's really difficult. Therapy is oh, yeah. hard, you guys. This is, this is the other thing. I didn't do a whole lot of self-care in college because I was honestly like pretty mentally fine in college. Thankfully, I know that's not the case for everyone, but I did I am not well post-grad and no one told me that self-care isn't like pretty it's not like a take a bath and like use a bath bomb and like do a face mask like no that's literally not self-care at all like self-care is like screaming and crying and like wanting to throw your head through a window and then like being okay with it I think (laughs) it could be self-care is on a spectrum and taking a bath could be self-care if that's what you need it is. But it, it could is. also be screaming and crying. Yes, but like what I mean is self-care isn't pretty. Mm-hmm. It's not like the pretty things that you see on Instagram. And like no one told me that. But like self-care is really hard. And like pushing yourself to have really difficult conversations, looking at yourself in the mirror and realizing that like you are at fault for some things. That's big. I, I don't like to admit I'm wrong. Me Sometimes I am wrong. And I don't mm-hmm. like to say that. Self-care is hard. No one told me that. Anyway, I don't really have a whole lot else to say. Do you? No. Felt like this was a good episode, though. We wanted to switch up the conversation. We're not going to just talk about boys. We promise. Mm -mm. We don't have enough of them in our lives to create content (laughs) about boys every week. (laughs) No, we do not. Um, Have not talked to a boy in quite some time. That's a lie. I literally got a text during this episode. That's all I have. I don't have anything else exciting to say. Um, Tune in next week for another great pod. Yeah. Um, Follow us on our Spotify leave us yes Spotify will be linked in the little description rate us review please leave a review they're really helpful yeah Um, um, email us if there's anything that you're like I would love to hear these ladies talk about this let us know we appreciate your feedback yeah follow us on Instagram at rendezvous.pod if you don't know how to spell rendezvous just look on wherever you're listening to this podcast (laughs) and the z is not where you would think it is it's rendezvous. Yeah. I've gotten really good at spelling it. Yeah. I had to help my dad with it the other day. <laughs> I took him like five tries. <laughs> A for effort. A for effort. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.